1: Hi, I'm Stacy, and at 16 years old, I had everything a girl could ever dream of. Nice clothes, the newest phone, and even a luxury car. But it was never enough. I had formed an addiction to shopping. Every day I would walk past stores, and once I saw something I liked, I just had to have it. Luckily, my parents had well-paying jobs. My father was the head of a bank and my mother was a famous surgeon, and so my addiction hardly made a dent in their bank accounts. Every day after school, I would ask them for money for food or the bus, but as they were always so busy with their jobs, they would just hand me their credit card instead. Even though I was a shopaholic, I could easily fund my addiction with my parents' credit cards. But all that changed when I met Jason. Before I go further, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell, and you will be rich when you're older. Trust me, it really works. I went to a rich private school, and so all my friends also wore the trendiest clothing at the time. I was terrified of being behind on trends, and so every day after school I would spend hours at the shopping mall, making sure I was always wearing fashionable clothes. One of my classmates, Jason, was the son of a world-renowned pilot and came to my school from France on an exchange program. He was the coolest person I had ever met. I would look forward to talking to him each day and listen to all the amazing stories he had. He would tell me about all the different countries he visited and all the amazing things he'd done. I remember one day, he said to me that he really liked the way I dressed. It was the greatest compliment I had ever received. It felt so great to have the person I liked the most like my style, and I was set on keeping it that way. I would make note of what brands of clothing he would wear, and I would shop exclusively at those brands. Most of the brands he liked were based in France, and so I had to pay a lot of money to get them shipped over. Whenever he gave me a compliment or asked me about a shirt he liked, it made me feel amazing. I would spend more and more money each time just so I could impress him. It got to the point where I would spend $1,000 on an outfit and throw it out the next day if he didn't say he liked it. I would spend entire afternoons bin shopping with my parents' credit card, hoping that it would one day be enough for him to fall in love with me this shopping spree lasted for about six months until my parents eventually caught on to what i was doing they would ask me where all the money on their credit cards went and I would make up lies like I had to buy some expensive textbooks for school, when really I was spending all their money to impress a boy I liked. Each day they grew increasingly suspicious. They stopped handing me their credit card as often, and I could no longer afford to keep up my shopping habits. Jason was everything to me, and I couldn't bear to wear out-of-date clothes in front of him. Back at school, Jason started complimenting me less and less. My out-of-date clothes weren't enough to get his attention. One day I asked him, Hey, I pieced this outfit together yesterday. Do you like it? I was desperate for some attention. Yeah, it's alright, I guess. He replied, It's a bit last season, don't you think? That broke my heart. I've never felt so embarrassed. The weeks following that, Jason and I gradually grew apart, but that didn't mean I missed him any less. After Jason and I stopped talking, I became extremely angry, especially at my parents. I would yell and shout whenever they refused to spare me any money to impress him. A week later, I was complaining yet again to my parents that they weren't giving me enough. When my dad sat me down, what he said made my jaw drop. I'm sorry, sweetie. He sighed. Your mother and I have been struggling at work. We're in a lot of debt and we may be out of a job soon. I didn't know what to think. In fact, I think you might have to move out of the house soon. We simply just can't afford to keep you here. And that was it. A week later, I had already left the house and was completely on my own. I had no idea how hard the next months of my life would be. I had to sell all of my remaining possessions just to afford to live in a cramped apartment with roommates I hated. My room had torn walls and smelled absolutely horrible. One of my roommates, Jim, never showered and so he constantly reeked. He also never cleaned up after himself. The floors were constantly dirty and the dishes were never washed unless I cleaned it up myself. My other roommates weren't any better. They always had people over and so it was almost never quiet. I felt fortunate, however, as my parents said that because they were in mountains of debt, even after selling their cars and house, they still couldn't afford rent and were forced to live on the streets. I often worried about them late at night, especially because I had no contact with them as they couldn't afford an internet connection. I couldn't bear to think of them out there, homeless and hungry. It brought me to tears just thinking about them. I couldn't forget Jason either. I missed talking to him. It was horrible to think about how I would never be able to hear his voice again. After a couple of months or so of what was the worst time of my life, I managed to land a job as a waiter at a fancy restaurant. It felt great to have an income of my own for once, rather than rely on my parents' credit card for money. After several months of working hard, serving rich people that probably earned 100 times my salary, I was able to move out of that dump of an apartment and into a decent place that I didn't have to share with anyone. I was also able to start buying nice things for myself as well, like clothes and shoes. But my spending habits were nowhere near as out of proportion as six months prior. I began trying to find my parents again. I felt terrible at making a decent income while my parents were living on the streets. But no matter how hard I looked, I couldn't find them. I would walk down countless streets and alleys, calling their phones several times a day, but still no sign of them. One day at work, I was taking a short break after quite a busy morning. I was recollecting on all the great memories I shared with Jason, each of his amazing stories I could recite off by heart. It was really saddening reflecting on all the time we spent together, because deep down, I knew that it was over. There was no way I could have gotten him back. My mind then wandered to my parents. They must be so tired and hungry, I thought, starting to get truly saddened. One day, I'm going to find them, and I'm going to give them everything they gave me. Whatever they need, I'll work hard just so I can give it to them, I told myself, when I heard a yell from the other room. All right, break's over, get back to work, shouted my boss. Oh, and Stacy, there's a couple that need to be served over at table 17. I headed over to the kitchen to grab the customer's food. Let me tell you, never have I ever seen such an expensive looking meal. They had ordered two plates of lobster, which is our most expensive meal, alongside oysters, crabs, squid, and several other plates of food. I struggled to lift the plates of food. I could hardly even see because the plates were stacked so high. I then started slowly making my way over to table 17, making sure not to spill the food. It would probably take me me like six months to earn enough to pay for this meal, I thought to myself. I headed over to table 17 and placed down each meal one by one and asked the two customers, Is that all? I couldn't believe the faces that were looking back at me. Mom? Dad? I screamed. What are you doing here? I looked everywhere for you. Their faces went completely white. I could see the horror in their eyes. Uh, um. "'We just came out for a bit to eat,' said my dad nervously, my mom refusing to even make eye contact with me. "'How could you afford to eat at a place like this?' "'I thought you said you were homeless,' I said. "'Uh, well, you see, that may not be entirely true,' blurted out my dad. "'Your mother and I told you that because we didn't really want to give you any more of our money. We just thought that you were wasting it all, especially on that boy you always talked about.' It was easier to say we were poor than the actual truth, but, but I'm glad you managed to find a job, especially at a nice place like this." I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of his mouth. So everything was a lie? Did you even lose your jobs? Did you ever even sell the car or the house? I asked them. They didn't reply, but the look of extreme embarrassment on my parents' faces said it all. It was all a lie. I was so angry at how selfish my parents were. All that time I spent up at night thinking about how scared and alone they must have been when in actual fact, they were still living up in their nice house with their great jobs. If it weren't for their lies, I wouldn't have been forced to live in that horrible apartment, working a hard job just to get by. And I would still be with the love of my life. Words couldn't describe my anger. I couldn't believe people I cared so much about would betray me like this. I slammed down my apron in rage and ran out of the restaurant. Stacy, wait, we can make it up to you. I.
0: Heard- hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. That's stamps.com. Code program.
1: Heard my mother say, but I had heard enough. I never wanted to see their lying faces ever again. And I never did. The next day, I went back to work where I was told by my boss that my parents paid the bill and left a $500 tip for me. I told him that I didn't want it. I no longer wanted to rely on my parents for any money. So, I rejected it. Six months later, after hours and hours of hard work, I have now moved up to the manager position and I am earning more in one week than I would spend in one month when I was 16. Despite this, I still chose not to waste away my money on clothes or other products just to impress people. And because of this, my shopping addiction has completely vanished. Naturally, I also have lost all my feelings towards Jason. I've realized that he never gave me attention because he liked my personality, but instead because he liked that I was rich. Never again will I fall for people like that.